This is Pastor Jared Pollard, and you are listening to the ALC Daily Podcast. At Abundant Life Church, we believe that every person needs community that leads to encounters that causes growth. Join us as we dive into Scripture, share testimonies, and learn to become the hands and feet of Jesus in our everyday lives. Welcome to the ALC Daily Podcast. My name is Pastor Jared Pollard. And it's Pastor Benjamin Davis. Today... We're still talking about which message does the Holy Spirit use to inspire hope in Jesus, and we're going to talk about another good one. Another counterintuitive one. I mm. believe these these are counterintuitive, but they are biblical. So when the Bible gives you something that is counterintuitive, it's time to go to, against your intuition. Mm. Would you agree with that? Yes. Y- yeah. So uh, which message does the Holy Spirit use to inspire hope in Jesus? Guilt. <laughs> <laughs> now this that's counterintuitive. It is counterintuitive. But it but it's biblical. Yeah. So let's look at Peter's message in Acts chapter 2. Now just to, our goal is not to make you feel guilty this morning. <laughs> but but guilt is a biblical message that works mm-hmm. that God puts within us that draws us to Jesus. It draws all people to Jesus. Mm-hmm. So Peter then applies the guilt. This is not false guilt. This is true guilt. He's Mm -hmm. pointing out their failure and their sin. He says in Acts chapter 2, verse 36, Let all the house of Israel therefore know for certain that God has made Jesus, both Lord and Christ, this Jesus whom you crucified. Notice that he didn't. Let's go through what Peter didn't say. This um, this Jesus that was crucified, notice that he didn't say that. That would have been abstract and nothing, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And, uh, he didn't say <laughs> this Jesus that somebody else crucified, that those people crucified. <laughs> he eyeballed those five to 10,000 people that the Holy Spirit had gathered, and he said, this Jesus whom you people crucified. <laughs> And we know it was said that because what happens next, it says, now when they heard this, they Mm. were cut to the heart Mm. and said to Peter and the rest of the apostles, brothers, what shall we do? So (laughs) we know that he pointed at them and said they they were cut to the heart. And that's how 3,000 people got saved Mm. in in that setting because... Mm. Peter laid it on them. Mm-hmm. You crucified yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Sometimes I wonder if these are kind of condensed or if this is exactly how he said it. Because I could imagine him maybe sitting on that point a little bit longer rather than just saying, well, you guys are the ones that did it. He might have gone into the whole, do you not remember the entry and you guys laid down your coats? Well... <laughs> Yes. Well, he did. And the reason we know that is, is all for this podcast, we just pulled from a little one, right? Yep, yep, but yep. let me, but let's go back for the person to maybe that acts to sermon. Here's what he said. Jesus went around doing miracles. <laughs> he healed everybody. He fed 5,000. Then he fed another 3,000. Then he fed another 4,000. So he's, uh, he's eyeing all the people that he, Jesus did stuff for. That's exactly right. He said he, he went, I mean, he did good to everybody. I mean, he was, he was, and he was the son of God. Yeah. I mean, he represented yeah. everything that there is merciful about God. Yeah. And you <laughs> crucified him. He prevented 
the mob from causing riots he after John the, the Baptist Christ. was beheaded. That's exactly right. <laughs> I kept you all from being killed by the Romans. <laughs> he stopped the he he stopped the war. Yeah, and you yelled, "Crucify him!" Mm. <laughs> so. Okay, now these stories make me feel better. About <laughs> These, pa- these passages really help my self-esteem. <laughs> now, the problem when you do this is when you apply a biblical form of guilt on people. This is not false guilt. This is mm-hmm. true guilt. You're applying a biblical form of guilt, and you're saying, you're guilty. You did this. Is that you don't know what the response is going to be. One response is going to be you're cut to the heart, yeah. and they admit their guilt, and they, they say, I need a savior, I need forgiveness. Yeah. But there's another possible response. Mm. What's the other possible response? Mm. Double down. <laughs> In denial. Yep. In denial. Yep. I didn't crucify him. Those people did. <laughs> Have you ever met that person that will double down no matter what you oh, say oh, to them. Oh, yes. I've got, everybody's got them in their life. I've got them in my life. There's a particular <laughs> young man that comes to mind that anything that you get him on, he will double down. Oh, yeah. It doesn't matter what it is. Absolutely. He will double down. God, Jesus places these people in your life just to test you. Just to, just, Now, yeah. when, when those people finally turn their lives over to Jesus... Uh-huh. Then they double down on the Lord, and that's great. That's, that, that's, that's what awesome. you want. You got they got to get to where they double down on Jesus. That's right. <laughs> Paul was one of those guys. Yes, he did. He doubled yeah. down. Uh-huh. Yeah. So they might respond with doubling down, you know, in denial, but yeah. they also might respond with anger and yeah. turn on you. Yeah. Right. Yep. Um, so um, it's not long between Acts two and um, Acts seven and eight. <laughs> yeah, where they're throwing Peter in prison. Yeah, and they're stoning Stephen. And they're stoning Stephen. And they're, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's exactly it. Okay, so let's look at this then, the biblical method of applying guilt where guilt belongs. Uh, practical applications for how you're mm-hmm. just, your your person going to work every day can apply this. Um, for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. Yeah. Um, I, I preached a couple weeks ago. Uh, there is nothing good in me apart from God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and so it is that realization that we do not measure up. Mm-hmm. We don't measure up. Right. Um, and there's nothing that we can do to overcome the mm-hmm. guilt that is on us. Right. There's nothing we can do um, yeah. of our own strength. And so um, we've got to get to the point. I, th- I think we talked about this again in our um, one of our small group meetings with our with our men is uh, if I'm not repenting today, yeah, I'm probably not growing. If I'm not pe- repenting today, I'm probably not growing. Yeah, I'm either not growing because I haven't challenged myself yeah. enough in the Lord to be growing that to, requires me to repent, or I'm in denial about what needs <laughs> to be repented of. Right, but yeah, it's true. If I'm yeah. not repenting today, I'm probably yeah. not growing in the Lord. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, what we're not advocating is to go around and throw guilt on everyone. Mm-hmm. But what we are saying is that guilt is one of the things that drives us to need a Savior, mm-hmm. Jesus. Mm-hmm. You know, I found myself saying to someone the other day, you need to forgive yourself. Mm-hmm. Jesus has forgiven you. You need now to forgive mm-hmm. yourself. 
because they can't, they, this person wasn't, they're not going to move forward until they forgive themselves. Mm-hmm. You need to forgive yourself um, because their guilt has buried them. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's one way to apply it mm-hmm. is, is just to acknowledge your guilt, your guilt is burying you. You need to forgive yourself, right? Mm-hmm. Um, another way I do is when I'm, I'm a little bit um, edgy on this one, but when someone is willing to vocalize, I will never forgive that person. Mm-hmm. Well, that gives me permission to vocalize as well. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm not afraid to vocalize what the scripture says about that. Then God will never forgive you. Mm-hmm. Or if you, maybe you don't want to say that, uh, that's what Jesus said. But the, 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 you could also, um, you know, you could also say, well, then you're going to become a very bitter, miserable person. Yeah. I mean, so you know, you, you apply the guilt where it belongs. At that point, the guilt is controlling the person. That's exactly right. Yeah. You know. Um, and so, so that's appropriate. I had someone say to me, they were, um, that, that was a, it was a person who had committed a sin in their marriage mm. and they called them over because they're in trouble now and they're not a Christian yet. And you know what I'm saying? It was an emergency call of I'm in trouble. Mm-hmm. And they said, you know, there's going to be consequences. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Because you're guilty, mm-hmm. you need a savior. You, you need Jesus. You need you need Jesus mm-hmm. <laughs> because this you, you are guilty in this. Yeah, and Jesus is the one who His blood was spilled to cleanse us, so that we are no longer mm-hmm. guilty. Thank you for joining us today. At Abundant Life Church, we believe that through community and small groups and encounters with Jesus, you will have growth. Visit Abundant.us to learn more about ALC and how to join a small group. You can also join us at our new service times at 9.30 a.m. and still for our live stream or in person at 11 a.m.